Welcome to Impressing Minds Podcast. I'm Kristen Atkins and I am the host. And I'm also the blogger at the blog and the girl in the YouTube video. So welcome to my podcast and I hope that you will find it valuable. Do you know a foster child? You need to learn more and impress value. The value you impress is upon their mind. That's why I've called it Impressing Minds. I'm thankful that you are listening in. If you're interested in foster care, you should know that there is a foster care interview process. This process is a part of the home study to see if you are fit to be foster parents and to see if your family is a good fit. So let's talk about the foster care interview process. Are you nervous yet? Well, don't worry, you will be when the interview is scheduled. Why would they need to interview you anyway? Do you already have kids? They're growing up well and adjusted to their schools, and you don't have any long-term problems, right? So there's nothing wrong with your parenting style, obviously. There's no reason they should have to interview you and come into your home. Mm, Wrong. What is the purpose of the foster care interview process? What's the goal of coming into the home and meeting with you on multiple occasions? As a part of the home study, you'll undergo a series of interviews, probably three. You can find more about that on a blog that I did, Foster Care Home Study Process. The purpose is to find out about you, your personality, your past, your your stability. The goal is to get to know you and then report on how well you and your family will welcome a traumatized child into the mix of your home. The foster care interview process is multifaceted so that you will be seen on multiple days in a variety of situations and under various circumstances. There will be different goals for each visit with the social worker who's going to issue your license. The foster care interview. It's not like an interview for a job. The foster care interview process is an interview to see your strengths and your weaknesses as a household. This interview is about how you are going to respond to hypothetical questions that you may have never thought of. Believe me, they want to accept you. There are not enough foster parents in the foster care system. They want the foster care interview process to go well and get you ready for your first placement. But this takes time. When we had our interviews, we sat at our dining room table. I had dinner cooking and invited our social worker over about an hour after I got home, long enough for me to clean the house, start dinner, and get ready to act like a normal family. Yeah, I think everyone feels like they need to have the house spotless, the dinner cooking, and waiting on the hubby. We do this to appear to be put together. A put-together mom who can bring home the bacon, fry it up, and seamlessly add a few kids to the mix. (laughs) 
The foster care interview process is not like a job interview. You are not scrutinized about your skills as a parent or spouse. However, you are made aware of the issues that may become a problem. You're asked to evaluate yourself as much as the worker is evaluating you. In fact, he or she can't seriously assess your family if you do not truly assess yourself. Answer accurately and seek assistance for areas where there may be deficiencies. For example, who watches your children when you're at work? That same person may not be allowed to watch a foster child. How will you handle that? Another example is, what if there's a death in the family or an extended family member gets very ill? What's the plan for the foster child? Respite? Do you already know a respite foster family? Do neighbors help you occasionally? What if you only had to rely on approved foster families? You see, the interview is also to find out how you'll react to situations. Therefore, you will be asked about your upbringing, talk through it with the worker, you'll discuss the stability of your marriage, because honestly, why would they give a traumatized child to a foster family and then have the child see the foster family argue and fight? Hmm. This could bring up past memories. This could trigger the child. They do not want this in the foster care system for the child. They don't want families that are arguing or um, loud and, <laughs> you know, potentially triggers for the child that they have brought into your home. So stability and safety are the top priorities. The social worker will interview your family for your childhood background. What were your parents like? Describe the discipline measures. What discipline do you incorporate with your own children? What areas do you feel inadequate to discipline? Truancy, runaways, cursing, hitting, etc. Since spanking isn't allowed, what other methods or systems will you incorporate? What was a bad memory from your childhood? What was a good memory? They'll ask you so many questions. Let's talk about support systems. Who do you have in your corner currently? Do your parents help you drop off the kids at school or pick them up? Knowing you have a good support system will be beneficial for the social worker. It is difficult to rear children and having friends and family that are supportive of your decision to foster or adopt is very important. The worker wants to get a sense of your level of confidence in the ability to do all and everything in your ability to call for help when necessary. Grandparents are a blessing when they can assist in caring for your new children. Emotional. <laughs> the social worker must decide if you are emotionally stable. So how do you handle being upset? How can you tell when someone else is upset and what do you do about that? Emotional stability is very important because you need to be stable emotionally for the child who has had trauma in their life. They need to know you'll be available when they're having a breakdown, having bad thoughts, or missing their family. 
They don't need to watch an adult having a breakdown. Another area of emotional stability is empathy. Do you need to have empathy in order to be a foster care family? Um, you need to have empathy for the foster child, the foster family, and the social workers, and the bio family. Um, they are all human in this web of resources and web of personnel. So, are you going to be empathetic toward the bio family, the social worker? The policies may seem unfair. How will you emotionally handle these feelings when things are not going right for the child, in your opinion? Will you blast the foster care system on social media? Will you suddenly get mad and send the child back? And it does happen. How do you handle conflict? Are you able to talk through problems with someone? Do you have a support system that can handle not knowing the details because of the confidentiality of the foster child? What if your friends or family are supportive until they meet the child? If the child is unruly, will this deter their support? Will they give you good advice or advice that is good for the child's situation? As far as emotional stability, I recommend a foster care support group. You'll want to get some new friends after diving into the world of foster care the ones who have gone through the process, have kids in their home, and have similar experiences will most likely be your new BFFs when it comes to emotional stability and sharing. It'll be like you have two sets of friends. Ones that support the foster care son of you and ones that are your friends but do not have the same passion for rescuing a child from bad circumstances. <coughs> Parenting skills in the foster care interview. Social services needs to be sure that you are a safe person with whom to leave a child. How do you handle a crying child throwing a tantrum? A colicky baby? A withdrawing newborn? How will you treat a child that is new in your home? Will you treat that child differently than your own? Can you fully integrate that child with a seat at the table, with a warm bath and a bedtime story? Will that child have the same opportunities as your child, like sports, dance, piano, etc.? Will children have, when children have suffered neglect, they don't want to feel left out at a new home. The social worker needs to know that you will be fair. Parenting means giving these children a normal home life while they're in your care, and you should comfort and adore them. <clears throat> Parenting also means you hug and kiss them goodnight if they want you to. It can also mean saying no to things that may be harmful. For example, the child wants dessert but had a really bad day at school. You can say no and let the other children who are good at school have dessert. If this was the expectation, then follow it. Do not pity the child. You treat the child like your own with a special understanding of their circumstances. The social worker needs to know that will occur. I will say that there are trauma-informed practices, which would say always give dessert. However, some discipline measures are not, you know, the same. They don't work as effectively as other ones. So you have to see what works. 
for your circumstances and your situation. The interview process is mainly a question and answer process, but most questions are very open-ended. These questions make you talk. These questions may make you uncomfortable. I actually have a video for questions that will be asked and why they're asked. So you can go to my YouTube channel and see exactly, well, exactly what I think the questions would be. I have a very good idea. So thank you for listening to the end. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please email me at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at impressingminds.com. Also, check out my website. There are so many free resources just like this, like a checklist for when a placement comes. What are the questions that you're supposed to ask? How are you going to know if this is a good fit? So you have that list before the phone call comes. There's all kinds of resources like that. So thank you. Have a great day. Love ya.